0: Uh, Ninety three seven the ticket and the ticketfm.com.
1: Happy Friday everybody. Welcome to Old School. Jay Foreman will join us at nine, as will Rico. You okay. think
0: maybe We'll see how much work he got done yesterday. Potentially, um, he's bu- he's a busy man.
1: I'm so I'm told. Uh, you said that uh, before in the break that uh, Rico's a hard worker, he's a busy man. I was like, man, those words have not been said. <laughs> those words have not Aww. been
0: said. He's been putting it in this week. He was uh, hanging out out down at uh, Buzzard Billy's earlier, putting in some time there. He's been. Dealing with all the the many many sales that Jake's been making this week, Jake's been a hard worker getting us ready for high school basketball, mm. which which the that that trickles down. Mm. So Jake working hard earlier this week means Rico's working hard now. Mm. I'm going to take your word for
1: it. <laughs> I'm going to take your word because I too was that buzzer belly. Well sure, well sure. Uh, <laughs> it's like okay. Uh, Old school with DPAJ foreman brought to you by uh, Sandhills Global. Sandhills Global is hiring. Check out sandhills.jobs for more information, openings in hundreds of spots, in sales, traveling support, software development, and web design, and more. Apply today. Go, go do it. www.sandhills.jobs. Get to it. Get to it. Uh, great night last night. Uh, great night last night for House uh, Sports. I um, want to cover a couple of things. Uh, Sardar Hamming Text Line, four two nine 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 four six two zero. If you want to text in, uh, if you want to call in Honda Lincoln Hotline, uh, it's the old number, four two four six four five six eight five. Have at it. The streams are up. You can c- communicate that way as well. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. You can just reach out and get uh, <laughs> and have in. Um, man. Uh, the textures were on they were they were busy during the uh, spillover so um
0: well i mean the boston story was great so that makes sense and and then you teased
1: your own stories so okay so here's a couple just so because it's just like sprinkle it's just, them out there well no because <laughs> it's just it, it's when you when you talk about especially with music um if you're, if you're in the bar business or you're in the radio business, you get connected to people and well, you get to meet them. And then if you connect with them, you know, they they pull you in the family. Um, like Dave Grohl's mom is a school teacher in Fairfax, Virginia, Springfield, Virginia. So Dave Grohl is everywhere around. Now D- Dave Grohl has, DC has its own music scene, a great live music scene um, where bands just, when musicians are in town they pop in and they hang out in your little bar like they don't want to go uh to just a big venue they want to go and hang out and uh there was a tour of of bars that live music had live music every night so dave Grohl would come in well one night we had a, we had a go-go band and the go-go band it was upscale grown-ups you know, you had you know, suit and tie sort of deal, covered tables, candles on the table, martini glasses, right, not frosty mugs. Right, yeah, folks were spending twenty bucks a head to, just to get in. Okay, just to get in, and the band built had such a reputation that whenever somebody who played would come into town, they want to come hang out. So. On any given night, like any given Friday or Saturday night, you get Mary J. Blige back in the day. You get uh, Lisa Keys. You get like they just walk in and sit down with the band and start performing. And You go, okay, well that was different. That was that was fun. And I was running the place, so when they got there, they would want to keep them aside, right? They didn't want them amongst the masses, sure, so you sure. put them. They come in the manager's office and they would sit there. Well, my security knew the routine, so if we got somebody, they bring them in. And then that would take me off the floor. So so I would just sit back and hang out with them. Of course, you'd get them something to drink and you're sitting there chopping it up. And they were always slightly fascinated that at the time a relatively young black dude was running, you know, these bars. But they would always engage. Okay. Okay. (laughs) They would always engage. Um, So there's a song that we play on a rejoin, which is... uh, uh, hit him up style with Blue Cantrell. Mm-hmm. So one night, Blue Cantrell comes in and she, her apparently her hotel booking got screwed up, right? And so and I'm like, well, I, I've got a townhouse like right down the street. Here are the keys if you want to just go hang out. Uh-huh. Like, just go hang out. She said, well, I'm here for three days. And I said, well, just hang out until your hotel room's available, <laughs>
0: right? three days later sure. turns (laughs) out your bed was comfy enough three days
1: later uh she's like so this is really weird she goes so you're family now but i want to pay you (laughs) what i was going to pay the hotel (laughs) (laughs) and i said a little weird a little weird like a little weird she goes but think i mean i stayed at your house i ate your food i drank your booze (laughs) Like, quite frankly, I should give you something for it. <laughs> I was like, you already did. <laughs> like, ah, I'm good. Um, <laughs> but, but I will also take your money. Right? Like, yeah, well, no, you. I didn't take, I actually didn't take it. Good for you. I would have. Yeah, look, you know, those are those, 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 those marks of the road where you go, okay, I can go left. And, I get it. I you get know, it. Yeah. Um, uh, but- <laughs> Fast forward. I, I take the money. Fast forward to to, to, to Vegas, uh, a few years later, and Blue Cantrell is performing in Vegas, and I happen to be there for the Mountain West Conference tournament that was being played at the uh, at the uh, Orleans Casino. So they have a basketball facility there that they play tournaments at. I think now uh, the WAC conference plays a okay. the tournament there, um, or did I don't know if they still do. Um, but <laughs> so. You know, I, 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 I see it on the marquee, and I'm like, huh, let me see if this number still works, right? So I text it, I'm like, uh, and I, all I said was blue, question mark, and she goes, DP, question <laughs> mark? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, cool, you have the same number. Uh <laughs> I said, "Guess what? I'm in Vegas." She basically cursed at me and said, "Get your tail over here," yeah, but yeah. not in so, such nice words. <laughs> so, whenever I was in a town that she was in, we would hang out. And then the same thing happened with Ric Flair. It literally what happened. With that, so, go back to 1981. I'm in Richmond at my VCU and. My roommate at the time was the most country of country dudes mm-hmm. Kip his name was Kip, but he was he, co- he couldn't be any less Kip. he was more Chuck all the way, okay, like he was pure <laughs> chuck um when he first got to campus, you know his dad i I literally is like the first black dude that he had ever been around, <laughs> and his dad was like, "Well, this will be interesting <laughs> so uh, he's lo- they loaded their stuff, and I said, well, hey, I'm going to the grocery store, so now's a good time. If you need anything, I, I can go get it. And he goes, well, I'll go with you. And Dad goes, sure, go ahead. We'll load up everything, son. Yeah. Uh, but you go to the grocery store with your new black friend. <laughs> and I walked into the grocery store, and he paused at the door. Mark, he literally froze at the door. And I said, what's wrong? He goes, all of this in one store? He goes, at home, he was from Chase City, Virginia. Okay. Which is the southern, southern, southernest of Virginias. And he goes, If I wanted all this at home, I gotta go to the deli, I gotta go to the to the farmers market, I gotta go to the like he's just rattling them off. He yeah. goes, there, this I gotta go to five stores. So <laughs>
0: I gotta go see Tom the
1: Butcher. Right, like he gotta... <laughs> Like he went through. Like he went through. So but he was a huge wrestling fan. Huge wrestling fan. But he was a wrestling fan of Southern Virginia, which was different than DC. DC, you got Vince McMahon and that crew. Southern Virginia, it was a whole other group of folks, and I didn't particularly know all of them. But he knew them like they were family. It was like, okay, well, then there's
0: well, they might have been family,
1: right? 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 We, I really had no doubts. <laughs> um, so we went. There was so the Richmond Coliseum was walking distance from from our our apartment, and. So he's like, they're coming to the Coliseum. You want to go? You want to go? And the head the, the headline was Ric Flair versus Dusty Rhodes, which even if you book that today, it's still like that's one of the great matchups sure. in history. Yeah. So we're walking through, and we we there's a Seven Eleven right across from from us. So as we're walking down, this this Cadillac pulls up. Kinda of like pulls up, and it comes in. It's coming in hot. Out jumps Ric Flair, and I'm like, "This is awesome." Okay, so Flair jumps out, fellas, fellas, and i <laughs> sir. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at a Seven Eleven, At a 7-Eleven. They're just coming to get beer.
0: Okay. Before the match. Okay.
1: They're coming to get beer.
0: He doesn't have dudes to do that for him? Dude,
1: look, <laughs> I, this is back in the 80s. I don't know what was going <laughs> okay. on, but I can tell you that they were getting their own beer. <laughs> and we're sitting there talking, and then we're there for probably five minutes or so, and he's like, you guys going you know, to the match? You, you want to do this? And I'm like, yeah, uh, we're going. He goes, well, tell you what. Uh, tear up your seats and take these. And he gives us two seats to the front row. Front row. Now, we had three tickets because Kip's girlfriend at the time was a huge wrestling fan. Yeah. But she was going to meet us. She was going to go with us. And then she bailed. She canceled like 10 minutes before we were supposed to leave. So Kip's kind of, he's kind of upset. But Flair now has given us front row seats. And all of a sudden, the passenger drawer pops open and up pops Dusty Rhodes. And I'm like, first of all, this is awesome. Second of all, whoa, <laughs> wait a minute. You dudes are fighting tonight. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> oh, you've ruined it. Yeah, you've right, ruined right, it. Glass for shattered. Me. You've ruined it for me. So, but he says, come see me. So we go down, of course, we, we are marching to the Coliseum because now we're the coolest dudes in the, in, in the entire building. And we get there. Uh, the beer vendor shows up with two beers. And he says, from the guys in the back. I'm like, cool. The guys in the back. Guys in the back. Cool. Second match, four beers. <laughs> guys in the back. But we don't understand it, right? It's two of us. Like, right. We know it's two of us. Well... I don't know if you remember Blackjack. Does the name Black Jack Mulligan ring a bell? Not for me. Black Jack Mulligan was like 6'9", this cowboy from from parts of Texas, okay. right? And he's he's fighting in the second fight, but he's a bad guy. So Black Jack Mulligan comes out and
0: – Oh, he's got a good mustache. Oh, he
1: – he, he, oh, fantastic. So it was him and Black Jack Lanza. So they were the Blackjacks, okay. and they both had fantastic hats <laughs> – Great boots, like they wrestled in in cowboy boots. Like it was like, like it was pretty spectacular. Well he comes up and he grabs my beer and throws it in the other wrestler's face. And I'm like, dude, sir. <laughs> Cause again, <Look> <laughs> six nine, three hundred pounds. Uh dude, rude, sir. <laughs> well, <laughs> the guy he was fighting, uh, man, it was a little dude. He was a little dude. Um, but this, his name was Jay Youngblood and he was most known for being Ricky Steamboat's tag team partner. So three minutes later, Youngblood comes out of the ring and grabs Kip's beer and throws it in Blackjack's face. (laughs) Again, what is happening? Like, why are you doing this? And then the, the match ends, and then the beer vendor comes back, and he drops four more beers because they now know we're officially a part of the show. Right, right. So they buy you a beer to drink and a beer that they can use as a prop. And,
0: and they're really gambling that you're not going to go ahead and just, just down chug them em,
1: like Just chug them, right? Like, well, but then the thing happens. We look across the ring, and in the front row opposite us, is Kip's girlfriend. What? <laughs> my roommate's girlfriend oh, is no. sitting across front row. And he's like, wait, you canceled our date to come to the place that I was going to bring you. And she goes, well, yeah, there's something I have to tell you. Uh-oh. And, uh-oh, was my response. <laughs> and he so it turns out that his girlfriend was Ric Flair's. Richmond connection, oh. air quotes. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So every time they come to town, she and Flair get together, and he the math is, is hitting him <laughs> in the head. Like, that's right. Every time there's wrestling, you bail. Oh, man, this is awful. So then he, he wants to be mad at Flair, right? He wants to be okay, mad at Flair. Sure. Fast forward to the end of the match flair and dusty have at it and of course they sent us beers the entire night and we get a note saying hey meet us at the holiday inn here on broad street in richmond and i'm like okay so but kip's mind is he's like i'm going to fight sure like i'm going to fight because you you primed and ready right you're going to fight and i'm reminding him hey dude no you're like five nine and 150 pounds and they are going to beat the brakes off of you so we get there and then we show them the note and the guy directs us to the bar in the lobby bar. And in the lobby bar is it's just all the wrestlers and pretty much every woman from the from the wrestling match.
0: And they they sent notes out to the Right
1: right men. like okay but we were the, like we, we did notice that we were like one of we were like two of four okay. other dudes <laughs> who were in the space. And they tell us listen you know, I know you're a little bit upset, but here's the deal. If you're willing to get over it, anytime we come to Virginia, anywhere in Virginia, if you want to show up, we'll give you front row seats. And it's then that I realized that everything has a price. <laughs> because. And you saw Kip, Kip calculating right? like again. You, like Mark, it was like, I really want to be upset. I really want to be upset. But the reality is, I'm not that upset. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're my girl, but...
0: We weren't going to get married (laughs) or anything. Come on
1: now. (laughs) Right? And so, for the next few years, and then fast forward again, again, the universe pays attention. We probably saw him 20 times. Yeah. Just from D.C. to Virginia Beach. Maybe Charlotte, Raleigh, Greensboro, Winston-Salem. But when I moved to Charlotte and I move into, so this was the second house I, I moved into when I was there. This was the neighborhood. This is the mo- neighborhood with Del Curry and Muggsy Bogues. And like, it's there. The, the Calabasas of Charlotte. Whatever that is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. That, right. I mean, there's like 10 houses on the road. Yeah. That's it. Okay. And the road is a mile long to get to our house. But on the back end of it, where it ends, the final road at one corner is our house. And then across the street was this other house. And as the moving truck pulls in, you know, I hear this, what? Ah! <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> and I look and, and it's, it's flair. Yeah. I'm like, and he goes, what are you doing? here?" I'm like, what are you doing? And he goes, I live here. And I'm like, so do I. <laughs> And we proceeded to spend the next few years having some of the most incredible ragers you could possibly imagine.
0: Yeah. How much of it do you remember?
1: Oh, I remember all of it.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: I remember all of it. Then you're doing better than I would. I remember all of it, which is not always good because <laughs> there's some things I should have forgot. Um, But this was Ric Flair at his apex. Okay. And. I mean, there were several other wrestlers who lived in this neighborhood, but also like Jeff Gordon lives in this neighborhood. Like, like this is the neighborhood, and the parties. So my house was the place that everybody else sent their friends in air quotes, too. Okay, why, 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 why do that place? Because, because we were. I was single. Um, my house was the place that all of the local folk dancers would. Hmm. Hang out and tan.
0: We're talking like like Irish step dancers. Yeah, yeah. You,
1: could, you could say that. Okay. Um, you know, while they were in school. <laughs> you know, while they were in college, paying <laughs> hey, their way through. Yeah. Right. Right. And <laughs> so there's the big house, which had, geez, five bedrooms. Um, and then the pool house, which was two bed this two bedroom apartments that sat next to the pool. And my office sat on the other side of the pool. So when I came home to work, so I did. I would do radio in the morning. And then when I'd come home and get ready to do a TV show or whatever charity work we were doing. And, yeah, it's funny that we were doing charity from that, <laughs> from that building with those people there. But so the night shift would come in tan during the day.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And the day shift would come and hang out at night. <laughs> so at any point where you came to, to my house, uh there were folk dancers and Celtic music and usually yes. And usually <laughs> uh, if here, kitty, kitty here, kitty, kitty is <laughs> Celtic music. Then yes. Uh, you know, if, if 95 South is it, yeah, that's what we were doing. Um, but they would tell people to come to my house and then my house was also the crash pad. Mm-hmm. So this is how we end up when the hootie story which was which I will tell in Rico's place. No. Okay. okay. <laughs> so we'll throw the break. Hey, let's go off script. Why not?
0: <laughs> You're listening to old school with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 seven the ticket and the ticketfm.com.